This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. of Freedom with your hosts, Matt Wright and Mohammed Shaker. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Mohammed actually showed up on time, Shaker, this is Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Welcome to a... Wow, we've got dogs going ev- going off everywhere right now. That's insane. Um, welcome to our first Wednesday show we've done together in a while. Mm-hmm. Should be fun. Yeah, should be a good time. Can you believe in less than like two weeks we're going to be having our one anniversary? Year, yeah, our one year anniversary show. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be on uh, December second. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be. Uh, we're going to be doing our one-year anniversary show on December 2nd at Grassroots Kava House in downtown St. Pete. Uh, it's going to be starting at 2 o'clock and going until, well, we're done. Uh, we're going to be having mm-hmm. Caleb Alexander Franz from Mill Liberty uh, to join us. And Greg Bowen will be there. And we're going to be having a kava ceremony by Matt Masifilo from Alu Ball or Masifilo. Massafillo. Massafillo. Uh, from Alubal. How come we can never throw out the other thing that he is? I mean, he... he That's so cool. <laughs> he is a former NFL player. There we go. Yeah. That's how cool we are. <laughs> um, but let's thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava we drink during our show. Bula. Bula. But remember, everybody, if you are in St. Petersburg or anywhere in Pinellas County on December 2nd, come out to the Grassroots Kava House for our anniversary show. We would love to see you. You'll be able to ask us questions at the end of the show. And the first couple of people that show up will get uh, free gifts. Oh, that's right. We are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So we are giving stuff out. It should be pretty fun. Yeah, it should be a good time. I can even sign my name on your chest if you want or arm whatever you want right it's highly sought after it it is a highly he's been on cnn four times so (laughs) obviously he has a highly sought after signature yeah so today man um first of all i'd like to congratulate you for being one of the only people to be on mainstream media four times that has not yet been accused of sexual harassment or assault oh (laughs) right (laughs) so good for you on that yeah (laughs) Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. When I run for office. Right. I mean, the Backstreet Boys just got charged with rape, so. Really? Yeah, Nick Carter. 
I don't know these names. I only know that because back when the Backstreet Boys were popular, people said I looked like Nick Carter. Oh, okay. So I know that name. And who was he, though? Is he in, in, is he, was the Backstreet Boy? Yeah. Oh, so they raped themselves? No, uh, it was some other pop group, girl pop group accused Nick Carter of raping her. Oh, well, that makes sense. Sure. It's men rape women. That's <laughs> the lesson of this year. That it, oh, yeah. All men <laughs> rape all women, and it's happening everywhere all the time. You guys win. Now we know. Now we know. Good job. Yep. This this episode's going to be deleted immediately. <laughs> uh, I mean, we can move on to the more important topics of the dark ages of 2015. I know. It looks as though we are going to be going back to the dark ages of 2015. Yeah. It's going to be a very bizarre and... Odd time for those of us who weren't using the internet before that. And in fact, it's going to be a lot like the internet is today. Mm-hmm. I I don't understand why people are freaking out thinking that Comcast is, or I can't, uh, Comcast or Bright House. I or, have still not heard a single argument on why net neutrality remaining a thing after two and a half years is a good thing or why removing it is such a detriment. I yeah. And I remember when they were talking about this in twenty fourteen. And yet a lot of these people ignore anything I've ever brought up about that. They just ignore it. They, it's like I never said it. Um and it's just been really confusing to me. Everyone's all like, Oh well, we need it because we need net, tr- net neutrality so all traffic can be treated the same. And then I'm like, <laughs> okay, let me think about this. I don't actually agree with all traffic being the same anyways, but what are you talking about? You know, and then and then it goes to, well, this thing happened in 2014 where some companies were throttling Netflix and or wanted to start charging Netflix more. And I got an interesting statistic on that one. Um, so they wanted to get, they wanted to charge Netflix more and some more throttling Netflix things that individual users did not notice. This was like company on company business. Right. So now you have these lefty hippie anti-capitalist people talking about, why we need to protect Netflix from Comcast? That's a problem. To me, that's a problem. When I when I see something like that, I know somebody's not doing their homework, especially if it's somebody that hates companies, and now they really want to talk about why protecting some companies from other companies is a good thing. That shit makes no sense it, to yeah, me. Yeah, it doesn't make I'm any sense. I'm just like, why? <laughs> so, why do you care who's get who's going to pay what that isn't you? And I, what they're probably worried about, and I can I can understand this. What they're probably worried about is that Comcast is going to start charging Netflix more. That's a good thing, right? Why but, can't why do you, I mean? What, well, where's the understanding there? Well, they're probably worried that they're going to start charging Netflix more, which means that Netflix will then start charging them more. Which that's but how we it, don't know if that's going to be the case or we not. don't know if that's going to be the case. But yeah. what, but what we do know is that if the government comes in and begin, you know, as they are. Uh, with the FCC being in charge of making sure every, all bandwidth is being treated equally, mm-hmm. yeah, we now have to pay 
the government's then going to put charges and surcharges and fees and taxes. Ta- <laughs> taxes. That, right. All of that is going to be start thrown into cable bills, which we're going to have to pay anyway. Mm-hmm. And I would rather Netflix get that money than I would rather the U.S. government get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. This this whole thing has, from the beginning, has been a, a, a solution looking for a problem. So one of the... My friend Chris Colton said, wrote an article about this earlier this year, and he he was talking about a he, he a, a really good example. He was talking about um, forget what they call it. It's there's a term for how they do it in supermarkets. So certain uh, companies that sell you know food and other stuff like that. When you walk into Publix, they can buy or rent that space to advertise their product ahead of other products. Or they can also pay to put their um, products in preferential shelving, so like eye eye height, so people can actually see it instead of having to look down and up. Most people are walking; they see the products, you know, as you're walking, right? Um, as opposed to the bag cereal that's down at the bottom. Yeah, you, yeah. You've got you, yeah. You've got your big names. Yeah. So what he was saying is, what basically what this entails is if you're to treat uh, grocery stores the same way there would have to be a more neutral quote-unquote way of treating <laughs> uh food and then you'd be having the government then try to figure out how things are going to get put on the shelves for everybody right rather than just let the let the companies figure it out and i think let the companies figure it out and let netflix pay for it more we don't even know if that was going to happen, how it was going to happen, if it was going to affect anybody else. And the, so the thing I saw, was the, the, I don't want to make the statistic up, man, but I think it was, I hope I can find this real quick. It's 30, it was like 30, no, I'm not going to be able to find it in time. Netflix, ban, ban, Netflix as a website takes up I'm going to go with a safer number. Um, I'm thinking 37, but I think it's 31% of all internet bandwidth. I think that I think I remember reading that one time, yeah. Something I knew it was right around one third. One website. Yeah. One website. Yeah. Meaning maybe they should be charged if that's what the companies want to do. Cuz if all that if all the bandwidth is being ate up by Netflix, why not charge them more? Right. If I was the the, the company, you know, and when this whole when this whole thing even came up to begin with, you know, the first thing I thought about was airline companies. So a lot of people don't think about airline companies. You know, it's not just that we have a lot of airplanes now and bigger airplanes that we have cheap air travel. A huge part of the cheaper air travel is uh, they cut out a lot of um, they cut out a lot of things like um food and beverage services food beverage check bags all of that right you pay for which means your airplane tickets cheaper on top of that a lot of people don't realize this the business class first class so on and so forth those people actually pretty much pay for everybody behind them yeah that's exactly that's how it works in in air travel that the 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 business you, class is you, paying for pretty much everybody else behind them. Yeah, if you went the first class, you're actually paying for everything behind. You're paying for the yeah coach and everything else behind you. Exactly. Yeah. So we don't know how. Nobody knows how this was even going to happen 
The only argument I'm hearing is sometimes Comcast is an asshole or Verizon is an asshole, so we should give up all of the internet to the go- to the to government. The government. And what kind of? I'm sorry, that's a stupid way to to decide that. Hey, we should just give up all the government, uh, all the internet, up to the government because a company or some company is being an asshole. And at this point, even to another company, not to just individuals, which fuck the companies. They can figure that all out on their own. It's not in my goddamn business. Um, the other thing was, uh, um, whatchamacallit? Uh, That's the, a candy bar. The, uh, yeah. The other thing was somebody brought up internet with dial-up and they're like, oh, well, it used to be slow. And then it got fast, faster and more people had it. I'm like, yeah, after... Everybody started giving. Um, there were a lot of startups like AOL and all that. Everybody started giving. Yeah. Try AOL, this for a month free or AOL, whatever. CompuServe. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Netscape. Uh, so many. I can't even. I remember yeah. getting all the CDs in the mail. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then it went to from one month to, you know, you just play, paid a flat price, and once you dialed on, it was unlimited. And one of the silliest things that one of my friends said was, "It was already unlimited." But AOL throttled everybody down to allow you the access to pay for it. I'm just like, do you expect it for free? Right. Why do you, why do you think? <laughs> I mean, no shit. I mean, well, not no shit. First of all, it's dial-up. So there's already so, so much bandwidth you can you can put through through uh, through a phone line. Right. Um, you were going 20... 20- 8.6 megabytes per second. No, kilobytes. Kilobytes. Kilobytes per second. Yeah. 28.6 kilobytes per second. Yeah, and now we're at like 80 megabytes a second. Yeah. All the time on multiple, de- on all the devices, actually. Exactly. You know? Um, and that's the other thing is the, the, they talk about the limitations of who's going to end up getting internet or not. There are more people on internet today than there ever have been, especially in the United States, compared to like Europe. And, you know, my friend did bring up South Korea. I don't know anything about South Korea and why their internet. I, I know, know it's faster. I know they're south of North Korea. Yeah. I know their internet's faster. Um, I know they have regulations, obviously, on theirs as well, but I don't know how that market works. I do know that their market's bigger for the amount of people they have, which is the next problem. Um, you know, <laughs> I, heard the, I heard the argument of, well, our population size and the uh, and the number of companies we have created the amount of natural mon- natural quote unquote monopolies, which they're not. Ma- I just, I was shaking my head. I should just shook my head this whole day like this. It's like they're not natural monopolies. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but no. the The problem that the problem is we already have we have the amount of. Um, Internet companies we have today is because they've already been outregulated from each other, and you only have the handful you have now. Google's been trying to do fucking FIOS. Fi- FIOS. FIOS. Well, yeah, it's Who do you think Google is probably stopping company. them? It's the other companies. I know. Yeah. So I know that Nashville was chosen as the next place for Google Fiber, mm-hmm. and AT and T sued and said no, they can't. You know, like sued Google and Google just decided not to go into the fight. Well, right. yeah, it's ex- that shit's expensive. Right. So yeah. Google decided not to go into the fight. So uh, Nashville is not going to be able to get cheaper, better Internet 
because AT&T fought it because AT&T knew that they were going to lose a ton of money. And the government probably would have had their back, too. That's why they sued. They, they had the ability to sue because of, uh, I need to look this up, because of some regulation that they were going to be like, yo, this is some anti-competitive thing. Right, because, you know. because so many people would switch over. Yeah. It would turn Google into a monopoly. Well, that's, maybe that's what their argument. If anything, it would be a competition. Their, oh, that's that's what they're, they it would be. So many people would leave AT&T because I think wow, I think shit. that the way that it was set up and don't quote me on this because it was a few years ago that this was announced and I started reading about it. Um, but the way it was set up was every house in Nashville was going to get something like 20, uh, 20 megs for free. Mm hmm. And then you could pay like ten dollars a month for fifty and twenty dollars a month for eight mm-hmm. or something you know something like that, yeah, um, and the prices were going to be so cheap that everybody would go there good because it would make sense to do that, and a t and t wouldn't meet those prices, mm-hmm. so instead they were going to sue to so that Google wouldn't be able to create a monopoly in that. In that area. And they've been doing that in every place that Google's been trying to set this up. Yeah. From what I understand. Yeah. So they're, you've, there you freaking have it. They're, right. They're, you're, you're creating your own monopoly by. We, yeah, we have been. Yeah. Like, we're, like we're I, trying to use a freaking a, a code set up for freaking freight trains to regulate the internet or fucking Flint water, Michigan bullshit. You, are you people stupid? Like you people that <laughs> want to just uh, uh, so I, uh, oh my god I really hate this one you because I hear this a lot you're okay with the businesses putting their boots on your neck um, but now when the government does it what the fuck does that mean fucking kidding me man well what the hell what service is the is is the fucking government providing me that I that. Other than like the FDA, which is a boot, which is a monopoly, we have to go up by whatever the FDA, DAA, all the fucking lettered agencies say about our, our fucking life already. And there are no options when it comes to that. That is the government putting its fucking boot down our neck. Um, but the the corporations, the the private industry, the business putting their boots down my neck, and I'm okay with it. In what manner exactly are we talking about here? And you'll never fucking get an answer. No, it, it it's the same. Okay, it's the same theory as uh, gun control. On we're okay if the government has the weapons. The government can regulate us. The government can tell us what to do. The government can do this. The moment that a corporation says, okay, well, this is, you need to pay us for this service. That's no, you know, like private people can't own weapons. That's not okay. The government can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the fucking idiots. Anti-second amendment Man, retards. You, 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 that, you are on such a F bomb terror today. Well, yeah. I, fucking <laughs> retards that think the second amendment was written for it, like the government wrote the Second Amendment to allow itself to have weapons, like the the militia was for the, the military. Right? Why the fuck would they do that for a well-regulated militia? No, we're the militia. Like there are these people that think the Second Amendment is written for the government. Why? Why? What? They don't need to do that. They no. <laughs> um, I did, I did see something here. I want to look at. Oh. If we give the internet back, 
if the, if we give the internet to the government, we will go back to the dial-up, and there will be no future innovations. Absolutely, yeah, that's accurate. Okay, I see. What, okay, no, yeah. I just didn't know what he was saying. Um, well, yeah, I wouldn't go as far as saying it'll be dial-up, but yeah, there will be a lot less innovation, and it'll just go to a standstill. I don't know. How, how do people not understand? If if these people are able to charge, for example, Netflix money for it taking up so much bandwidth, which it actually is, obviously, mm-hmm. um, they're going to be able to use that money to do something to give you a better service. That's always that's either that's how it's going to work, or that's how it's going to be, and they're not going to do it. I'm sure someone's going to try to give you a better service. Um, to accommodate not just you but every other uh, website out there that's trying to vie for bandwidth, um, you know. And th- the other thing I realized too, as we were as, as we were doing all this, is like internet phone is throttled, even if, if even if it's unlimited. Mm-hmm. Um, but internet internet um, phone is throttled for the same reasons, and that's also why you have a lot of. Uh, phone companies that will pay for more bandwidth to make your Netflix free or T-Mobile does like YouTube. YouTube's free. Yeah. Uh, I've seen people starting to do, um, I can't remember. I think it's AT&T. AT&T is doing HBO Go for free. Yeah. yeah. T-Mobile does like, as far as I know, they they have this music app. I forget what it's called. And they have YouTube music. Or it's YouTube and YouTube music. Uh for free, no, your data on there doesn't get count towards you. So, yeah, Verizon, how do people not look at those examples and be like, "Oh, something better does come out of all of this"? Yeah, it's like Verizon does. Um, I can watch NFL games through the Verizon NFL app. Yeah, like, and I can watch those, and it doesn't cost me data. Yeah, I don't know how people don't think through a lot of this stuff, trying to think that as soon as the net neutrality that was. That Title Two that that was enacted in freaking February twenty third of twenty fifteen, that the next day, yeah, every, uh, you know everything's gonna look like internet Portugal's internet, and everyone's sharing pictures of Portugal's internet, where it's like you pay for packages of us like five dollars for social media type stuff, five dollars for if you want music type stuff, which isn't really a bad thing if you think about it, because I'm just like. It's how I do TV now. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, so, so if I want to just buy internet for my Facebook on my phone for five dollars, that's fucking awesome. Where's the problem there? Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay, so if I just want to have like my news sites and just the news sites I want, yeah, and then so I'd get my news sites and then you know my social media and then Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, HBO Go, and that's all. And I was paid, you know, five bucks a piece, and I'm only paying thirty five bucks for all the internet that I want based on that. Mm-hmm. Done. Take it exactly. Right now. And so, what's the problem? Even then, what's the problem? These people, didn't even, nobody even waited for anything. Nobody even waited to see what would happen if they enacted all this. It was immediately X companies being an asshole to X company. Let's regulate the Let's internet. regulate. Let's it. regulate it. You Bef- know, and it's like before it even happened. Yeah. It's to me none of it. To me, none of none of the net neutrality arguments make absolute. None, none of them make any sense. No, you know, um, man. 
And the John the John Oliver sketch. Uh, I've never seen it, but I heard about it. I I watched it when he aired it, and when I was watching it, I was like, okay, this sort of makes sense. This sort of makes sense, but I don't also understand what the problem is. Like, if Netflix wants to run on Comcast's bandwidth, uh, and Comcast says, hey, you're taking up a third of our bandwidth, you have to pay us more. Okay, who cares? I don't exactly. See, I don't see the point. Like, yeah, the muddied waters of freedom dot com is a very important website that everybody should be visiting every day. Mm-hmm. But it's not taking up thirty percent of the bandwidth. So, why should we be given the equal treatment as Netflix? Yep, exactly. Or, you know, two things. It's it costs the same to. To send a package of mail uh, next door as it does, you know, to another part of the of the country. That's one part of it. The other part of it is you can pay more for a very important package to get it somewhere really fast. Very quickly. You know, so if we, you know, it, it actually, here's this. If we use, if we use that as an example, right? If you want to do mail neutrality where all packages have to be treated the same, right? We have a limited amount of high-speed transportation. By that, I mean like airplanes, followed by fucking trains, and then, you know, regular trucks and all that. So if you're going to tell people they can't charge more, right, for uh, renting or buying aircraft and, and shipping things, overnighting things and all that, why should anybody even offer that service anymore so, yeah, so on see, top of that if they are they can ju- they're, they're gonna have to make it they can charge everything as ground they're just gonna up they're gonna upcharge it to make up for the losses they're not gonna make from i think not being able to upcharge personally i think that we should uh fight for uh post neutrality because if i want to ship a couch to my parents it should cost the same amount as a letter <laughs> right. So I don't know what a letter costs these days. Fifty-four. I haven't mailed anything. Fifty-four. Yeah, put a stamp 50, on yeah, it. Put a stamp <laughs> on it. So uh, if I could just put a stamp on a couch and send it to my parents, like that's what that's what you're fighting for here. Exactly. Does, and that doesn't make any sense because it requires two people to move the couch. It requires so much more work that goes into it. So much more room on the truck. So much more room everywhere. And. You're just like, no, everything needs to be treated the same. Everything needs to be treated equally. Yeah. Because, you know, again, the whole, well, you might pay $100 extra to get on Netflix now. Never happened when that was was a possibility. It never happened. People are legitimately making up stories, absurd extremes that have never happened when it was allowed before Title II. And saying that's what, acting as if it ha- it did happen already or it will happen right away. I don't believe it. Right. Oh man, I feel like I may have forgotten some other examples, but in my opinion, if you if you like private property, if you like innovation, if you like the internet, if you like the internet, then you should be against. Net neutrality, neutrality and the government controlling the internet 
Because who knows what can of worm that's going to open once they get control of it. So, yeah, once once the government gets control of it, uh, you know, Dustin's right. It will stop in innovation on the internet. Yeah, because there won't be any point in trying to make something better. No. Just like with so many, I mean, so many other aspects of human uh, of of uh, technology. Like once the government gets their hands in it technology just stops on it mm-hmm. and just stops growing i really need to find this article for people um i wanted to find it for one of my friends and i think it was by aei and they made there's a graph that they did pulling numbers from government sources um but it was basically ranking different industries in the country from the most regulated to the least regulated and then how expensive they've gotten over the past like 100 years basically and it had show, it had shown that the more a government takes time in regulating an industry or whatever the more expensive it has gotten over the past you know few decades and the least or the least to the none just kept on getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper if the government was not involved in any big way in an industry those products became cheaper and more plentiful if the government is involved in regulating somehow those things became more scarce and more expensive so i need to be able to find that it's it was an article by the American Enterprise Institute. So you can go and check that place out if you want. Yep. I'm good. Cool. Um, I actually did zero prep work for today. So I don't really know what uh, what else we would want to possibly talk about. Uh, I mean, all I've been reading about recently have been the uh, just massive amounts of sexual harassment and assault claims on everybody. And that and Donald Trump's... Tri- obnoxious Twitter war with uh, Jamal Barr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jamal. LeVar. LeVar Ball. Lamar Ball. Yeah. The dad. The obnoxious father. Yeah, there's, yeah. Um, I mean, everything is about, everything on the news right now is about sexual assault and all that. Although I did, I did see an interesting, um, uh, what you call it? Um, Jesus, I'm losing my, I'm losing my mind I will, here. Okay, so I will say this. Uh, I got Donald Trump came out and he said that uh, Roy Moore denied the allegations against him. Which, okay, which everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people are saying, "Oh, this is his way of, this is Donald Trump's way of saying." It's a, you know, we aren't going to believe, believe the accusers. That makes no sense. I, I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. But one of somebody I know uh, posted that, and they're like, oh, let's just not believe the accusers and just say, oh, it's okay for uh, them to rape 14-year-olds because the 14-year-olds, you know. Where do not, they get this from? Right. But these are the same people who are supporting Lena, Lena Dunham and supporting Al Franken and supporting all the people who are like, oh, well, we need to give the like, and I'm not giving Donald Trump a pass on this. No, I am not. I'm not saying, like, but he still didn't say that in this instance. Though. He, he didn't. But if you're saying that about Donald Trump, you have to say it about these other people too. Yeah. You don't get to pick and choose. Yeah. Like, 
like we said on the show last week, you know, I believe in, uh, I believe in the justice system. I believe in innocent until proven guilty. And, but if you're going to say that Donald Trump is saying, Oh, we can't believe these accusers. You have to say the same thing about Lena, Lena Dunham. You have to say the same thing about all the SNL females that are supporting Al Franken. And you have to say it about Hillary Clinton. Are there, are there anybody doing that? Yeah. Oh. All the uh, female SNL workers are like signed a thing saying they were supporting Al Franken. Wow, yeah. Even though there's a photo of him literally groping, yeah, the woman, and they're trying to shame her and be like, "Oh, she was," you know, they're. Oh, what's the? Uh, I can't remember the fallacy's name that they're pulling, but they're essentially like attacking her character and saying that she shouldn't be believed because her character isn't as good as it should be. Yeah. Like an ad hominem, I guess. Yes. An ad hominem. That's okay. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like when the uh, guy got pulled off the plane, the cops came in and pulled the guy off the plane and he was like, no. And like everybody, like a lot of people were like, Oh, United shouldn't have done this. Yeah. And then other people were like, Oh, well he wasn't really a doctor. That doesn't matter if he was really a doctor or not. <laughs> Yeah. I don't care that he was practicing fake medicine. He was pulled off of a plane. I don't get people sometimes. I don't either. Now, I do agree that it does say if you get picked, it does say in your contract that you never read when you buy a plane ticket, that if you if the flight's overbooked and your ticket gets called to be pulled off the plane, you have to get off. Mm-hmm. You did agree to that. Yeah. 100% agreed to it. But at the same time, like saying, oh, well, He's not a real doctor, so he deserved to have the crap kicked out of him and pulled off the plane. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Also, some silly people think that you can plan a trip in the four days you have off. You can, like, sp- spend the four days uh, by, like, equally planning out times of getting to the airport, getting on the airplane, traveling, and then doing the same the other way around to get back without any hiccups or anything and it's like no people make mistakes the airline industry makes yep. mistakes everybody makes mistakes so nobody should really be planning a four-day trip on a four-day weekend which is fair to do in almost 99 percent of the cases but it might happen why that's not gonna work oh yeah i've had many of mine get screwed up yeah there were times when i would like drive well I would but fly. it's not intentional is what oh, i'm yeah, saying no, never you know like and you know you also have the uh, the chance that like I went to a wedding in Virginia. I was living in Nashville at the time and I went to a wedding in Virginia and on my way back, I had a layover in Chicago. I had to be at work the next day, but there was a storm that went through Nashville and the flight from Chicago to Nashville got canceled. I had to like fight to get onto the next morning's flight. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up missing it because it was really early in the morning and I don't do really early in the morning. Yeah. Um, so I ended up missing that flight, uh, and I ended up missing that day at work. Work was very understanding and they were like, yeah, no, it's totally fine. You know, just get here when you can. Mm -hmm. We're like, great, thanks. But still at the same time, it was just kind of like, it was completely out of my control. Like Mm -hmm. you can't do anything about that. Yeah. But no, that was intentional. The fucking evil company of airline pilots and people are trying to fucking hurt the consumer because they can right they that's just how it is according to some of these people it makes no sense nope um 
Oh, uh, it's well. Speaking of that, because because it, it came up on my net net neutrality post, where you know we talked about the whole freedom association thing before and discrimination and all that. People do not seem to know, and if you don't know this, this is not an attack. But if you don't know what the Civil Rights Act did in a totality, then please look that up. Uh, Also, the Jim Crow laws, look up what those are and who put them there. As in like, I'm not talking, oh, the fucking Democrats put them there. No, (laughs) I'm saying like the government put it there because one of my buddies... Yeah, one of my friends was basically saying, well, Muhammad, you you just hate the Civil Rights Act of 1964. I'm just like, are you fucking serious, dude? Like, you, you're either misinformed and you don't know what you're talking about or you're intentionally trolling. And obviously he was misinformed. <laughs> I give him an out by telling him it was Title VII that I'm against. Um... But yeah, there are multiple there are multiple titles to the Civil Rights Act, and a lot of people don't seem to know that because um, even Rand Paul is against some of that stuff. It's why a lot of the lefties call him a Nazi. Um, it's same same reason I'm against it. Barry Goldwater, those titles that step in and tell a business that they cannot discriminate. You know, um, so basically the idea. A lot of these people are arguing for the idea that I'm making kav or whatever, and I can give it out for free until I start charging for it. Well, I can give it out for to free to whomever I want. To whomever you want. Because it's my kava. You know, I bought it. I can give it out to whoever I want in my own house. Um, but, you know, when I turn it into a business, I now have to and start charging people for it. And now I have to still... Or no, I'm sorry. Now I cannot discriminate any longer. Now I just have to sell to everybody. Um, and that's not even advocating for discrimination. That's advocating for the ability to discriminate, for not telling people what to do with their private property and with whom they can or cannot associate with, which is of the utmost importance here. If you are gay and you don't like asshole Christians, you should not be able to invite them into your business or sell them anything, which has happened. Nobody says anything about it. Uh, are you talking the, about the coffee shop in Seattle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody has fucking said anything about that. It's okay. It's it's okay when it's a Christian person being, you know, kicked out of a gay coffee shop. But shit, if it's the other way around, it, the theocracy is upon us and... Right. And all Christians are about to kill all the gays or something, you know? Right. Yeah. When, uh, when the, uh, was that Colorado, the cake thing? I mean, that was in a lot of places, which, whichever the big one was, the, the, the first one, when that hit the news, I was arguing for the cake makers and I was like, they shouldn't have to make this cake. Mm -hmm. And I got into an argument with a family member of mine and, uh, this family member was saying, yes, they should. They should have to make the cake. And I said, okay, so if the Westboro Baptist Church walks into a gay bar, they should have to serve them. And she just 
paused. Exactly. Uh, it's just like based on your logic. I mean, that's what that's where that ends. Is, mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to serve these people iced tea or whatever the fuck they drink mm-hmm. because they're in your bar. You don't get a right to discriminate just because you disagree with their views. Yeah. And into that discussion right there, guaranteed that family member still believes mm-hmm. that cake maker Christian cake makers, probably, but still believes that if a, the Westboro Baptist church walked into a gay bar, they should not have to be served. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Probably people are silly like that. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. Yeah. I got nothing else today. Oh yeah. yeah real quick. It's been a short week. Yeah, it has been. I've got uh, one real quick thing. Uh, our former guest, and once he will be our guest again very shortly, I don't know when, uh, Yeh- Yehuda Reamer. Yehuda Reamer uh, just came out with his new book uh, called Ten Little Liberals. It's a uh, children's book. <laughs> um, I won't read any of it on the air because he asked me not to, but it is uh, quite good. Um, it is hilarious, and he says that it will upset people, and I can see why. <laughs> so uh, you can pick it up on Amazon. It's called Ten Little Liberals, and uh, Yehuda, Y-E-H-U-D-A, Reamer, R-E-M-E-R. Uh, great dude. Uh, he also has another book out called Safety on a Child's mm-hmm. Guide to Gun Safety. Um, so check those books out. Um yeah, really don't have anything else today. We just kind of want to get on here and talk about net neutrality for a little while. We will have a show on Saturday mm-hmm. uh, with, I need to double check on this because I haven't talked to him since last week, but Nicholas Wieser mm-hmm. of Being Libertarian is supposed to be coming on. Um, and that will be at 3 o'clock Eastern, 1500 for the military-minded. And we uh, then I'm going to San Diego for a few days to go see some friends of mine. And then next week we will return with the one year anniversary show Yep, on December 2nd. Yeah. So remember guys, you can like us or follow us on facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom or on Twitter at muddied underscore waters. This and every other episode is able to be listened to. Uh, on SoundCloud or at muddiedwatersoffreedom.com. And yeah, everybody. Oh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy all of the food and the football and the family time and try not to talk about politics at the dinner table. Uh, once also, look up the real meaning of Thanksgiving. Don't let people tell you Thanksgiving's about murder, <laughs> it's about defeating socialism. Um,. <laughs> Once again, let's thank Low Tide Kava Bar for the kava we drink during our shows. No, seriously. Seriously. Like, it wasn't about white Christians showing up and murdering a bunch of Indians. No, it wasn't. No. No, it wasn't. So look it up. It was really about beating socialism. <laughs> Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. How was that? Because when they when they first came to the nation... Okay, well, hang on. We're apparently not ending. When they first came to America, they decided to try a socialist slash communist... Uh, society and that was why it was failing and a lot of people were dying and then they switched from that to they learned how to grow their own stuff and then they switched to more of a capitalistic society and everybody started thriving and they had their first yeah i don't i don't know if i believe this one you don't have to you know 
You don't have to. That's actually how that went. Seems to me like a bunch of untrained pilgrims traveling across the Atlantic into a very hostile land is enough to have you fail for a little bit until the local the locals help you out. Well, they were trying. And- they were trying a socialist society, and it didn't work until they switched to a capitalistic society. I'm going to have to look into that one. I mean, I love capitalism a lot. Mm-hmm. You can look into it. I'm but totally I don't know if that's the case. That is the case. You can look it up. I don't know, man. It was the Indians. They, I mean, they helped, yeah. Thank you, Lotide Kavabar. And that's socialism. Helping people with socialism. No, it's not. It's voluntarism. <laughs> All don't, right. Don't say stupid things. You know that. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, people are going to think that we're being serious. No, I'm not being serious right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you, Lotide Kavabar. We do appreciate it. Thank you. Bula. Bula. <laughs> All right, guys, remember, do you have anything else to say? No, nah, I'm good. All right, remember, uh, happy Thanksgiving and where we're going. We don't need roads.